0: But back to Laura Benanti, loved her, her speech was hilarious. The one part I loved, of course, we're going back to 2008, she was married at this time to Will so... Chase, yeah, this or my... I'm sorry, not Will Chase, oh my gosh, my brain, she was married this at this time to Stephen Pascal, yeah. they'd only been married a year, and she said, oh my, like, she said something to the effect of like, i'm so happy to be married to you like you can't imagine my life without you and then the video cuts to stephen pascal and okay this is the vibe i got is that like he was like he was like really happy for her and then the face was giving like i'm sorry i'm effing other women on the side like (laughs) Hello, and welcome to episode 78 of Theater Nerds. I'm
1: your host, Rachel Jones.
0: And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between.
1: This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, Or if you've only seen your Mojo Dojo Casa Houses production of West Side Story Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us.
0: In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms.
1: That's right. You can also, and you should, leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at TheaterNerdPod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod, and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast.
1: In today's episode, we're discussing A Tony's Rewind.
0: All right, Rachel, here we are in oh, our yeah. in our, uh, Mojo Jojo oh, yeah. Casa House. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just Taylor. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna oh, say. <laughs> nah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen the Barbie movie, um, only some spoilers there. Yeah. But uh, I think the, the, the thing that we're saying is please go see it. If you love musicals, you'll love the Barbie movie.
0: Yeah. And I would love, Actually, there's actually, speaking of this Tony Awards that we're going to talk about, there's some grease in the Barbie movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: But I would love to see the Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House production of West Side Story. I really, really would. I I think it would be really
1: good. Like, I think it would be really
0: good. Mm -hmm. They also
1: could do Spamalot. So Mm -hmm. that could also be
0: good. Yeah. Also get shouted out at this Tony Awards. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we have lots to discuss today. Rachel and I have been talking for over an hour <laughs> before recording. <laughs> Thumbs up, Thumbs up, guys. We yeah. got plans. We got plans on plans, and we got plans? some dreams that
1: <laughs> that this Rachel shot
0: down. Rachel shot down my dreams. This is really I was no. just
1: like one dream at a time, Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, achievable <laughs> dreams. No, uh,
1: also one of those dreams might be joining Threads. So we'll keep you posted
0: true yes um yeah I'm x sure that's no longer x will die and we will not join it that's all we're gonna say
1: we already are on x
0: yeah that's true
1: <laughs>
0: i guess i should say instagram and x now <laughs> oh man i'm mean,
1: just thinking about if tweety bird was mm-hmm. commenting on this entire situation i mean mm-hmm. just They would feel threatened. They would feel
0: absolutely extinct. Absolutely. Um, but we are, of course, today doing a Tony's Rewind
1: uh, yes. Talking
0: about, as you guys already know, the 2008 Tony Awards But before we get into that, we have to do our, speaking of birds, what's the buzz segment Buzz, or I guess bees, I guess What's the buzz, tell me what's happening, what's the buzz, tell me what's happening, what's the buzz, tell
1: me what's happening, what's the buzz, tell me what's happening, what's the buzz, tell me what's happening what's the I like pause and like
0: do the like what the the tell me what's happening. Welcome, that's right. Um, If you're tuning in with us for the first time, welcome to the show. This is where we do our hello. We welcome everyone and all of them, all of them.
1: Uh, (laughs) Everyone (laughs) and all of you.
0: Yeah, that's right, John Legend style. All of you. Uh, This is where we do our current Broadway news segment Where we talk about what's happening uh, on Broadway Yeah, what's happening That's right What is
1: happening Taylor, what is happening
0: Well, since we last recorded What's exciting about this week There's been a couple very exciting things And also just today in general The day we're, we're recording Is we got exciting news the day we were recording Sometimes I feel like we get news yeah. like the day after, or literally two seconds <laughs> like after we last, hang up. Yeah, two okay. seconds. As as we saw last week, after literally we ended recording, they announced what that New York, New York was closing. Which yeah. R.I.P. to that Two, weeks ago. Oh, two yeah. weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Right. 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 Yeah. So, well, the first thing we can talk about is the uh, Donmar Warehouse production in London.
1: Yes. is
0: putting up next to normal Crazy. um which uh sidebar <laughs> publicly i will say my wife and i i mean it's all over the internet so my wife and i are doing a production what am i saying oh my you guys gosh. are doing a
1: we're
0: production doing, we're doing a, an adoption production where we are in the adoption process so mm-hmm. publicly i can say that you know I, we've been saying it for a while but um, and our, this this does have to do with this, I promise, our adoption consultant is also currently in a production of Next to Normal. That's wild. In Chicago, and he's playing um, the doctor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. And I found this out because we were in a Zoom session with him, and he had a poster behind him of the Little Mermaid and the Who's Tommy I was like, oh, wow. I was like, what are these posters? And he was like, oh, I played Prince Eric, and I also oh played Tommy in The Who's Tommy. And I was like, what? And then he was like, yeah, theater is like my life. And then I told him about our show, and I hope he listens. Hello. I
1: hope you're
0: listening. Our- yes. Yeah. So anyway, Next to Normal, as um, – You know, if you don't know, played a big part in our March Musical Madness episodes. Go back and listen to those. We did a deep dive on that show as well. We link it in the show notes if you guys want to go and listen to those. And also on our website. But um, this show is currently in London at the Donmar Warehouse, as we said, starring Casey Levy. And they released a video of her singing I Miss the Mountains, which was just a delight. It was so good, but
1: Tay, I sent yeah. it to Tay, I said, wow, and then Tay said, it was good, but Alice Ripley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm but sorry, I want to say that Dunbar yeah.
1: Warehouse is really awesome, and I've been inside and seen a show, and it's just very mm. intimate, and this show, like, is made for an intimate audience like that. Yeah. And so I'm, I am I'm really hope that it does well, and...
0: Um, well... As we talked about last week with the theaters, it was it um, played on Broadway at the booth theater next to normal and only has seven hundred seats. So also had a intimate setting yeah, for absolutely. Broadway at least. yeah. so yeah, yeah, so cool. Amazing. very excited. I wonder if it'll transfer to the West End or we'll see Casey Levy's a big name. So
1: I wanted to come back to Broadway, but I don't think yeah. I will. So yeah. that's okay
0: who knows too many I mean, other that, that, that kennedy can't. center one didn't transfer which was sad yeah
1: that was good too yeah.
0: what else we got
1: um so i think two weeks ago we talked about things changing in Town, uh the world there um but mm-hmm. what's super funny is patrick page is coming back to broadway or is it in, mm-hmm. on broadway
0: yeah back to broadway
1: but is it on broadway
0: Oh the DR2 no! He's I don't coming think back the DR2. to New York. He's coming back yeah. to
1: New York to bring a solo show um called "All the Devils Are Here," and that will be premiering this fall. So I think that's really exciting, Patrick that Page.
0: That is exciting. Yeah.
1: That's all I have on that.
0: Oh, cool! <laughs> I wasn't sure if you had more. Uh, well, we've seen Patrick Page perform. We saw him in um, *Hunchback of Notre Dame* yeah that's and, right yeah he played oh for a i forgot
1: about that
0: yeah him and michael arden um yeah again inspired casting for both of Never those forget. yeah and yeah. uh, should have gone to broadway with that cast as we should have gone to times. broadway yeah yeah but um amazing so excited for him glad he's getting more work me too and, and by getting more work i mean just doing that his own doing his own work, just his own work. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. He's reached the stage, which he should have reached before, but, and maybe has a little, uh-huh. but where you just, you just do your own thing, but, and yeah. people flock to you.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. We That's have right. some ca- fun casting stuff. Um We have Sarah Paulson of American Horror Story, American Crime Story, all the stories of America. Um, <laughs> the Ryan Murphy girl, Ocean's Eight. Yeah. if anyone's seen that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, like well, her has been
0: in a lot of things. You're right. You're right. But those, okay. I love her actually. She's so funny. Yeah. I really actually love her. Was um, she also w- in um, what
1: is it? The Bachelor? No, what is that? Bachelorette. The the p- bachelor party. Bachelorette party. The Bridesmaid? bridal party Bridesmaids.
0: No, no. Uh, is she in bridesmaids? I don't think she's in bridesmaids.
1: Uh-huh. I'm okay. looking
0: this up right now. But anyway, she is going to return to Broadway. Um. In second stage is appropriate, Mm. um, which is exciting. So I I hope it's appropriate. Um. It's an appropriate. It's appropriate that she returns to Broadway. That's what I'm saying. In the
1: appropriate. Um,
0: And then also, I just think it's funny. Like all these SAG actors are now trying to get Broadway work. That's what I'm saying. I told you. I
1: told you. Yeah
0: and then um isabelle mccala is that how you say Mm -hmm. it yeah Yeah. are is going to join shocked as Maisie. now is that the main role yes this is the girl i'm the woman of the world so i'm thinking yes go ahead
1: oh and that's so funny because i saw her in the prom on broadway
0: oh yes did she play Alyssa green
1: yeah she
0: sure did love that yeah, so that's. So I'm exciting. really excited, she's... and
1: now I feel like I need to go back and see it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm, Again, of course. With her she's, um, she's joining in September, which and that is that super... mean that it's
1: not going away. That's the good. Yes,
0: thing. that is September eighth is when she's starting. Yeah, I'm still waiting for a national tour announcement. That's all I'm saying.
1: I know. I love the comment uh, where it's like amazing news.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So amazing. Um. Also, I'm currently looking at the bridesmaids IMDb, and I do not see Sarah Paulson on here. Sad.
1: So just yeah. imagined her
0: into <laughs> that. although bridesmaids should be a musical that would be so good whoa yeah
1: also kristen stewart can
0: she sing i mean not kristen stewart oh my gosh twilight uh,
1: i don't know what's happening to it's me. okay
0: um i also what was i gonna say about Shrek? um that they
1: were just on the Oh, band. oh the
0: main girl the main girl what's her name um Inc. the the girl the original Maisie yeah
1: she um she is never been on Broadway before Broadway Einbeiner
0: movie. right Einbeiner yeah mm-hmm. anyway um is she gonna go do that um that uh Reba McIntyre <laughs> musical that Reba McIntyre wants her to be in <laughs> I don't know did you hear do you, you remember this sto- this story like a couple weeks ago, like a month or two ago that Reba McIntyre went and saw Shack? And she said, if anybody w- plays me, Caroline um Ink Iner Beller. Wow, that's a really hard name. She's to
1: amazing say. though. And yes. she would have been Tony nominated.
0: For sure. She saying. was. Oh no, she wasn't Tony no, nominated. She wasn't Tony nominated. Yes, they needed to add one more and it was her. Mm-hmm. Um she um Reba went and saw Shucked and said the only if they're ever gonna make a biopic of me, I want her to play me. Oh wow! And um, maybe uh, Caroline got uh, the call, and she's gonna go play Reba. So that's
1: interesting.
0: We'll see. We'll
1: see. I hope that she does more work on Broadway, though. That's I'm I'm excited for Izzy, but uh, Isabella. But I, you know,
0: maybe she got cast in a show that uh, we're gonna talk about a little later.
1: Yeah, that's what I was hoping
0: hmm mm. tease tease all right Rachel what else can we talk about okay actually let's talk about this Lord of the Rings musical <laughs> immersive production of Lord of the Rings these photos that came out from the Walter oh. Mill theater
1: yeah
0: have you seen these these photos yes
1: they look amazing though
0: they do look amazing and also the I don't know if it was the same theater but there was another theater in because is this in is this in England yeah yeah it's yeah. in England That did a a production of Narnia um, that was, like, traveling throughout England. And it looked amazing. It looked so good. Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: Um, it definitely looks amazing.
0: Yeah, it does. I would love to listen to some of the music. Yeah. Um, Very, very cool. There's some of these photos, especially the last one. That last photo is gorgeous.
1: The one where they're all there, all Mm -hmm. dancing, too, makes me Exciting the second to one. last
0: one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that looks good. We're looking at, we're currently looking at Broadway World, but we'll put it in our show notes below as well. Um, also, we have new photos from Titanic and MJ the Musical if you guys want to take a look at those as well. Um, but Rachel, why don't you set up the next announcement because I know it's something you're probably very excited for.
1: Okay, so this is 100% what I thought we were talking about when we originally talked about the theater spring theater preview, right? Like nine months ago. Cool. I was like, I think this is what he means to say, and it uh-huh. is a musical I have seen on Broadway with the guy from Seventh Heaven. Um,
0: he who must not be named Voldemort from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> the pastor eric
1: yeah. yes. um and uh, um,
0: Stephen something steven something
1: yeah, whatever he he's a yeah. we're over him yeah we're over i him. i it's currently is it currently or was it was recently at the kennedy center
0: or Yeah, recently currently? just in the fall right wasn't it this past fall
1: i thought it was closer to that
0: maybe closer it was the class. spring maybe it was like march
1: yeah
0: yeah so i don't know time point- is relative
1: it's all something, that, something yeah. or another. But anyway, what's super exciting is this musical is coming back to Broadway. And what is it, Taylor?
0: S Spamalot.
1: Spamalot. <laughs> Which, by yeah. the way, there is a spam like a find your grail Spamalot reference. The Holy Grail, I should say, Monty Python and the Holy Grail reference in the Barbie movie.
0: There is? Oh, my God. When,
1: when the – I don't want to spoil it. I'll tell you later.
0: Okay. Okay. But, yes. Well, there's I also love... a reference in this Tony Awards.
1: I lo- there is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it all relates. So Spamla, yeah. I'm really excited. Um, I love this musical a
0: lot. Yes. I find it very No funny. casting announcements yet, but I hope we get – James Monroe Iglehart Rob McClure from the Kennedy Center and I'm sure like Kennedy Center productions have transferred to Broadway before Ragtime was like one of the first ones back in 2009 um yeah there there have been other ones so that's very exciting
1: yeah I think it will be really good I'm excited to see who's on the -hmm. who's on the team and you know who I think might be on the team who's that Christian Borle
0: Ooh, you think he'll be back in the show?
1: Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. Wow, that's a hot take. I
1: know, isn't
0: it? Wow. Well, it's not going to be Josh or Andrew Reynolds, because they're already taken for. So.
1: Well, you're right. It's not going to be either of them. Although they would be great cast in this, and it's not going to be Daniel Radcliffe. Or Jonathan Groff, who also True. be great in this movie.
0: So many stars back on Broadway. I love it. Oh God, it's yeah. making me so excited. Yeah, I, I know. Speaking um, of
1: things on, also other things coming to Broadway.
0: Well, actually, before we get to that, let's okay. talk about this big star that is going oh, to Derek oh. Kleiner, my sister, who does get shoutouts frequently on this podcast, <laughs> who maybe will one day show up as a as a guest. Um, you know, if if her uh, if her payment wasn't so high gosh it's so mm-hmm. hard yeah um, it's
1: hard
0: to get her five thousand dollars an hour jeez. Yeah. um Derek Clenna t- Tony nominated actor from Moulin Rouge and Anastasia Jagged Little Pill Dogfight all the things we love him for is teaching classes weekly at the Institute for American Musical Theater and I'm pretty sure my sister's gonna sign up just <laughs> to go <laughs> and get <laughs> just be in a class with him um yeah so that's very exciting I'm I'm really really happy for him
1: yes I'm excited for him getting more recognition he deserves more
0: yeah um it does say here (laughs) one of the commenters says note this is a non-accredited program (laughs) no no (laughs) so that's you know uh, you guys can I look think. into it yourself yes we have very very exciting news that dropped today um and we were just talking about this rachel that's what's so funny I know, like I we know. literally just mentioned this and when i saw I it today i was like we predicted this they listened to our podcast I'd love to guess.
1: someone actually
0: yeah. listens to our podcast yeah, i don't know who it is but whoever you are just let me know true hit us up on threads um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh anyway the notebook the um uh, was it 2004 movie wait is that right i'm looking it up right now 2004 look at that i know years oh. 2004 so t- exactly 20 years later Um, <laughs> uh, movie will uh, the musical will be arriving on broadway spring 2024 um the notebook maybe that's why they waited for the announcement 2024 to do the 20 year thing
1: maybe um
0: previews are beginning on february 6th um and this is very exciting and i i'm sure because i heard reviews out of chicago were medium yeah and so i'm i'm sure they did a lot of reworking to the show it was kind of giving me and i do love this show but it didn't do very well on broadway it's kind of giving me like big fish vibes a little bit
1: Mm, yeah that's a good point
0: Um, and I'm hoping that it's, I mean, I love big fish, but I don't think it's like, like, I think Andrew Lippa has better shows and I think it's not like a perfectly produced show. I think it, I think there are other people that actually could have done big fish better. Um, but I hope that's not the case with the notebook because I think it is just such a great story that how can you do it? Like, how can you do the notebook wrong? Like the text is so great.
1: And the, and the music, right? And the lyrics, are both are they both written by Ingrid Michaelson or is it just the... Yeah, a...
0: I believe so. Let me just, we'll double check that just to make sure. Yeah, so m- book and lyrics by Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, I'm sorry. Music and lyrics by In- Ingrid Michaelson and book by Bre- Becca Brunstetter, Brunstetter um, who um, wrote and executive produced um, This Is Us. Yeah, lots of of this is us which like honestly you couldn't really get a better pairing of ingrid michelson and this is us yeah so
1: So, (laughs) come on now
0: i'm excited for the notebook i just want to say oh yes, very excited um i'm hoping it'll do well um yeah maybe you know maybe we'll get the chance to see it
1: i am intrigued by how it will go if i'm honest i think that it I think that the production is going to cost too much. This is something we we will eventually talk about in our Broadway business episode yes. whenever we do that. But yeah. I think that they really need to have someone who's going to be mm-hmm. good at producing the show yeah. um, to make sure that the budget, budget wise, that it makes sense for Broadway. Um, but we'll see. Also, we might never, ever watch TV again with how things are going. So maybe everyone really will come to Broadway.
0: True. And then the final thing, of course, I'm sure you were going to mention is that I believe today as of recording today. Yeah. is the opening of Back to the Future on Broadway, yeah. which Can I Broadway think is going to be huge for Broadway. Like it really is.
1: Yeah. I, but I do you agree. think
0: it's do you think it's going to last all Tony, like it's going to be nominated for Tonys? Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it yeah. will, too. Maybe it'll get Roger Bart his Tony. Oh,
1: fair yeah that would be good that would be i want to see it i think it'll be fun i think that yeah i think people are skeptical of it which i understand but i also think that it it looks phenomenal so i can't wait to hear how opening true. night reviews are
0: true yeah for sure well that's our what's the buzz so much fun oh, let's uh God. transition to our tony's rewind, rewind.
1: let's do it the tonies i'm like we haven't even talked about the tonies i know
0: i know well we did of course a whole month-long series on the tony awards so i think uh we don't really need to explain what they no i'm just kidding
1: (laughs) we never have (laughs) Um, to explain ever again
0: yeah we never have to explain ourselves ever
1: yeah um what is a tony's rewind taylor what specifically do we do in this
0: episode well, in this episode, we uh, look back, is where we look back at a Tony Awards show. And for those that don't know, the Tony Awards are like any other award show, but they are basically um, just for musical theater and plays on Broadway, on the Broadway. And as we established last week, to be on Broadway, it has to be, uh, a Broadway theater means you have a certain amount of seats in your theater that's why they're considered Broadway shows, and they're on well, most of them are on Broadway. I think we establish only like one, or one or two of them, right, are actually on Broadway.
1: Yes, that are yeah. three actually. I think three have Broadway addresses, yeah. or maybe two.
0: Yeah, wild. Um, but yes, this is where we look back. We say, hmm, did uh, the American Theatre Wing and the Tony Broadway League get it right? Did they? I don't did know. They? We'll see. I think uh, for a couple of these that we'll talk about today, they did not. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Rachel, tell our good listeners how the Tony awards, um, started just in case they, yeah,
1: the Tony awards were founder. What? Hello.
0: Founders founded.
1: Yes. The Tony awards were founded by theater producer and director Brock Pemberton And named after Antoinette or Tony Perry, Mm -hmm. who was an actress, producer, and theater director, and was also the co-founder and secretary of the American Theater Wing, which is what puts on the Tony Awards. And the Mm -hmm. first Tony Awards was held on April 6, 1947.
0: Wow. And, of course, we know that June is when the Tony Awards are held down. Could you imagine if it was held in April? That would be wild.
1: It would be wild, actually, now that I think about it.
0: It'd be a much shorter season. It
1: would be a shorter um, season.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I feel like shows, I think, I feel like shows even open up until like two weeks before the Tony Awards. Yes. I feel like almost. Sometimes.
1: It feels like that. Yeah.
0: The sign in Shindy Bernstein's window cl- opening like two I, think weeks that, I think it was yeah, a month.
1: I think it was a month. Yeah, you're
0: right. Before, but you're right. Still,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we are talking about the 62nd Annual Tony Awards, which were held on June 15th. 2008, um, I was 12 years old, and I believe Rachel, you were also 12. Um, Yes. Yes, by then. And, yes. These were held at the, well, first of all, it was hosted by EGOT winner none other than Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi! Got us a whoopie. Um, These are of course recognizing the musicals and plays from 2007 to 2008 and um this was held at radio city music hall which is a uh, mainstay venue of a lot of the tony awards uh Mm -hmm. and fun fact about this tony awards which i didn't know until i pulled up this information is that this year saw um, two new categories added yes we'll
1: which saw are, my favorite categories know, were added which during this best sound was.
0: design of a musical and best sound design of a play yeah which is so cool i was cool. gonna
1: say that oh yay i think that's really cool i think one thing that we we don't talk or maybe we have talked about in our tonys is uh-huh. that obviously the categories started smaller and now they've you know not every year do we add a new category but the over time we have added more categories because Mm -hmm. things have become more complex right like sets Mm -hmm. is now also tech and like there's a lot of things that go on lighting and sound and Mm -hmm. staging and all of that um and props and costuming and so we've seen variations of what the categories actually are both for plays and for Musical. So I'm excited for best sound yeah. design
0: So exciting um, And of course This is the Tony Awards With shows such as In the Heights And August Osage County And revivals Like South Pacific And Sunday in the Park with George And, and Gypsy the mermaid. Yes and The Little Mermaid Premiered a, this year Passing Strange battle. was a big nominee um leading the nominations with 13 which is so crazy Mm -hmm. um was in the heights um and then second to that was south the revival of south pacific with 11 um i do want to say right off the bat uh, after watching this tony awards finishing it today this afternoon i think maybe the most fun tony awards we've we've reviewed I, or maybe really? next, to, next to the uh, Alan Cumming and Christian Chenoweth hosted Tony Awards, which was so much fun. But so I just fun. really thought like all the speeches were fu- like I, there really wasn't like a dud speech in this one. They all were pretty fun, especially one in particular, the director of a play um, speech was so fun and so funny. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, of course, Lynn's speech Lynn's for speech. In the height is so iconic yeah. and um, watching this little engine that could show win is just so incredible. And then Whoopi is so there's so there's so many bits that Whoopi does.
1: Whoopi yeah, is really she, a good host, I and mean, yeah, I feel like we've is, talked yeah. about this before. How she's yes, one of, yeah. I think I had mentioned in my top mm-hmm. Tony hosts that she's yeah. one of my favorite hosts because yeah. this, especially this, just was a good play on like herself and theater and the people and yeah. the audience and also like this yeah. the the shows that are happening and a play on words and she dresses, she has costume
0: changes and so. And you can tell she really loves the community, like. Yeah. You can tell she really loves. What was well? What did you think of the overall show as in as a whole? And also, what was your favorite Whoopi bit?
1: I think I've mentioned my favorite Whoopi bit in my favorite bits at some okay. point, so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll say the same. I think. But um, what was so funny is when I started watching the Tony Awards, I paused it and I was like, "Am I watching the right Tony Awards?" Um, because I literally feel like. Every single Tony Awards we have watched, which is not this is not true, always starts with the Lion King. <laughs> Why is the Lion King
0: literally I know. everywhere? I know I it is really, I had a moment,
1: I was like, This is am I yeah. watching the two? Because the
0: Lion King one was the very first one we did.
1: Yeah. And, and then it was like, Oh, yeah. and then we've seen ever, like, there's, I'm pretty yeah. sure the Lion King has performed mm-hmm. more times on the Tony Awards than any other mm-hmm. show that's still currently yeah. running. And although anyway. funny
0: enough that Lion King was this big deal in the beginning and be referenced disney throughout the show but little mermaid was not nominated like it was not a big nominee yeah. of that year like at all so, well like, and i think that's
1: that leads into what my favorite bit was is that mm-hmm. she comes out right after the lion king circle of life which is the opener to the Tony yeah. awards and she comes out. which was out
0: great back- i will say the, the opener movie. was great
1: always so good yeah. with all the puppets and that people are clapping and standing up and it was
0: awesome i need to see and- that show again
1: and um, you heard it here, folks.
0: You heard Taylor say that he wanted to go
1: see. Like, I did.
0: I I I will keep on record. I will say I'll see it.
1: And um, but then she comes out and she's dressed as Sebastian. Mm-hmm. So good. And I think that that's so funny. And I I think that you know people who don't understand that The Little Mermaid was, in my opinion, not nominated for enough. Um, wow. Tony Awards, like, they don't understand that this is, I think, also her making a joke about that. Mm. So not only is it making a joke about Disney and the direction, and she's kind of being funny, and also, like, this is, like, that and The Lion King are the only thing that Black actors have done in Disney, also, I think, is part of her joke.
0: Mm, And- also, and I think she's auditioning for the role. I yeah, she's, yeah, I agree,
1: and that's yeah. why I think it's so funny. It's so fun. Yeah. I just it was so ingenious, and also like such a good way to start the
0: award mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. And she did other bits, such as flying as Mary Poppins, which was amazing. Oh, good. She did. She oh, roller skated in like Xanadu. <laughs> Um, through really quickly, they, She obviously they pitched that to her, and she was like, Okay, I'll do this, but only for a split second. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like her then,
1: bit, um, where the cam, the thank you cam is on, although it was a little yes. staged. I found yeah. that like pretty yeah. funny, yeah. Uh,
0: and even the laughs felt a little staged too, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, but my favorite bit of all was her in yeah. a chorus line, <laughs> um. <laughs> um because it so so of course this is 2008 and the technology just isn't there but also did they this is what i want to know did Whoopi stand and do each performance behind there and then they put it all together or did they take her head and digitally put it on (laughs) at dancers bodies because there there's they do a chorus line video bit And it's like the main dancer and then everyone around the main dancer is like a billion whoopies dancing behind (laughs) him. And it's so funny, but also like a little creepy because it's just a bunch of whoopies. I think Um, it
1: was digital that her head was on all these. I think
0: so, too. And I find that even more hilarious. I know. It's just like the same head on every on different dancer bodies. And that's hilarious. So funny! I laughed out loud. Oh yeah. my god! I LOL.
1: Also, the some some of the performance. I mean, going back and watching this, I feel like I've seen it before.
0: Number yes, one. Yes, uh, that's what I was going to say. Did you watch this Tony? I mean, I don't think I did, but I've definitely seen a lot of these performances.
1: I don't know if I watched the Tony Awards like while it came out, but I know that I've watched this Tony Awards yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: There were lots of performances. Also, a there lot were of a
1: lot of performances.
0: Yeah, a lot of the awards were presented during the commercials. Yes, like most, I would argue most of them were.
1: Yeah.
0: presented, which I feel like people would be so freaking furious about it now. But
1: that's why we have a pre-show it. and a show part one and part yeah. two or whatever it was.
0: True. This True. This year, although they really should do best original score not on the pre-show. I just gotta yeah. say, yeah, that is so strange to me.
1: The, yeah. the the one thing I want to say that I felt was interesting about this show is that I don't know what the vibe was on Broadway at the time, but there are clearly, like, very different things happening in my mind between the plays and the musicals. Mm-hmm. And almost... Yeah. Almost every season, there are obviously differences between plays and musicals. Number one, mm-hmm. the re- I think one of the reasons is because it is takes a longer time to produce a musical on Broadway than it does to transfer or produce a play on Broadway. So I think yeah. that's number one. Mm-hmm. But I find it very interesting. I think that you can draw some potential comparisons between like what's happening in the world based off of the plays and the musical, like cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And for there to but I but there was also overlap, which I found very interesting. Um, but to have like August Osage Count Osage County and then mm-hmm. Thirty Nine Steps and The Seafarer rock and roll will put them on the side. But like all be like kind of together and Macbeth and the Homecoming and I don't know the vibe of those versus the the vibe of the revivals and best musical, right. which are like gypsy Greece, sunday in the park with george south pacific xanadu passing strange cry baby do you know i remember watching that thousand percent thought that was just like two Greece performances i'm sure the first time i watched this
0: yeah it is interesting. Over. everything's kind of all over the place yeah. um, doesn't
1: it feel that way where i'm like well, what is the consistency here
0: yeah and august of sage county and in the heights which end up taking the best musical and the best play um, in their own right, they feel very current, yes. Versus the two revival, Bowen, Boeing, and Bowen, Bowen, and South Pacific, and of course they are revivals, but feel very not current, yeah. And so that's I interesting. That's
1: so interesting. Like, cause yeah. I truly think that like Gypsy or Sunday in the Park with George would have been a better, yeah, thematic yeah. comparison with. Mm-hmm. The best new musical yeah so well
0: I and we've talked about this a lot on the show about there being a best ensemble award being you know yeah. of course non-gendered um, okay. acting yeah. acting um,
1: performances.
0: performances performances groups and nominees and then but also I think I felt this most out of this Tony Awards that there definitely should be a revival and new show split like yeah there is a, out of the performances because there is a revival and new musical but there's not out of the performances yes. and I really think you should have split those because, because they're a, I think
1: so different
0: so different and also I think more people would have had opportunities the fact I mean it is wild that in his first year on Broadway Lin-Manuel Miranda got score nomination a producing nomination probably and then a best leading actor in a musical like that's kind of wild but then only Robin DeJesus and and Olga Merida got the other nominations like there's so many more people in that show that should have been nominated i don't know
1: it's but also there are there are performance category nominations for musicals and plays that mm-hmm. are not nominated for best revival or best musical
0: Right. And then also, of course, we've already talked about Little Mermaid. Like, there could have been more um, opportunity for that show, I think, if there was revival and and new new performances were split up. I don't yeah. know. I just think it's very interesting that they've just always done it that way.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, the one thing that was a big downer about this um Them giving awards to all the actors is, I felt like, and the uh, maybe the best musical makes up for it a little bit, but I felt like, literally almost every single acting nomination winner, there was like, person of color, person of color, one white person, and then they would give it to the one white person, and I was like, really, like really, you can't just like, re- like. Take a shot and not give it to the white person. Like, I don't know.
1: I, I, I wonder if this is related to what's happening at the time, like yeah. in, in, in America. Um,
0: hold on. And what's gonna... happening at the time in America, Rachel?
1: I mean, we're right. We're gearing up for our first presidential election where there is a black candidate and also that that person wins obviously we had president barack obama in office this is uh, Um, a
0: ghost of the future um barack obama won
1: (laughs) so but i think that i think what i mean i don't really also this is before the the housing crisis um also so like economically Mm -hmm. speaking broadway is doing well enough Um, We haven't hit Mm -hmm. the recession that is going to completely decimate America and middle America, and especially people who go and view Broadway for a while, for like a while. And they also, I think, have officially recovered, officially being in quotes here, Mm -hmm. uh, recovered from 2001 in New York. So we're like in this, what we think is like a really good trajectory. You have people who are excited about the idea that we're gonna have our first black president, but we don't know that yet. And there are other people and it's bringing the worst out in them. And I, I what I think is happening also is that there is some criticism of the American theater wing at this point for yeah. their lack of diversity. And I don't know if Tony voters overcorrected, um, because I obviously think that a lot of these people are talented. But what is weird is that if you overcorrect in your nominations and yet you just decide to give it to the white, like, and yet the voting that actually happens in terms of choosing the award um, goes to almost every white person possible. It's very interesting. It's just wild. I mean, did you feel that? Yes. But then what's so crazy is that it starts and ends with two very specific musicals that are essentially talking about the... Cri- like the critical points of of changing how we understand music and race and broadway and race so it starts yeah. with the yeah. lion king and we've yeah. already talked about like how that ha- yeah. previously yeah. right has broken down so many barriers and continues to do right. so even yeah. when we we've remade the live action movie right like there mm-hmm. are a lot of things that are being challenged about what quote disney is and also what broadway is and what Actors can be and can do Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in so many ways. So you have that. And then it ends with in the heights. Yeah. Winning. And to which is a very also about race.
0: Yeah, which is a very
1: current
0: new Broadway, like very of the time. Crazy. Yeah. Very obviously representative of what New York looks like. Like very rent-esque, which they talk about rent in this in this. Also performing. They cut to after the rent performance. They cut to Lin Manuel Miranda standing up and cheering, and basically the only one in his section cheering, which I loved. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is. It's very interesting to think about. I mean, this wasn't that long ago either. I mean, 2008. I mean, over 10 years ago. But um, yeah, to think, and also it's interesting. Of course, we talk about Lin all the time on this show. um, To think about where he was.
1: Lin-Manuel
0: yes, Miranda. our BFF, be- best friend of the show, Lynn Manuel Miranda, um, and just to think about his his trajectory to where he is now. I mean, this is the start of Lynn. Like no one knows who he is. Yeah, no one you know he's a nobody he built this show from the ground up in college and made it to where he is standing on the shoulders of his producers cheering at the end which is just incredible yeah um, there's a great documentary that I sent Rachel to watch and she did watch before I did. um that was on PBS all about the in the heights journey that we'll link in our show notes below and I highly recommend watching it because it is such a great watch to see the 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 journey that that show took to get to the Tony Awards.
1: Yeah, it is yeah. such a good watch. And also, I think yeah. first of all, I told Taylor everyone's a baby in it. I'm like, why does everyone yeah. literally yeah. look like they're twelve? Yeah. But I I I
0: the Lynn and, the Broadway and, puppy.
1: And Lynn talks about Rent and how crucial it was for him to experience this musical that was about current Mm -hmm. experiences and realize that actual musicals could be about that. And that musicals that are currently playing could be about current ideas and ideals. So I find it very interesting um, that then it's juxtaposed with a lot of other musicals, both revivals and not, that... Think that they're addressing cultural issues, mm-hmm. or were potentially addressing maybe cultural issues in the past and aren't now. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, it was really like Cry Baby and Greece were the two where I was like, I just don't know. I mean, you know how I feel about South Pacific, but in this yeah. specific well, in Tony, Greece. yeah. But this specific Tony Awards, it was like Greece and Cry Baby, where I was like, I don't, y'all, I don't know, fam.
0: Yeah. For sure. And then there's just well,
1: Xanadu, which is over there being weird.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about of course, the performances. Lots of performances. Of course, all the best musical and revival. We saw performances, of course, in The Heights. Crybaby, Passing Strange, and Xanadu were our best musical nominees. And then Something in the Park with George, Gypsy, Grease, and South Pacific were our revival. Then we also saw performances from The Little Mermaid, Sierra Boggess, Singing Part of Your World, which I have some thoughts about. And then um, this random mass show, A Catered Affair, starring Faith Prince, who was nominated, saying, I literally, when this started, I was like, what the heck? What the heck is this? I was so confused. Um, and A then, performance
1: by Deep Love by Young Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, from Young Frankenstein, our Megan Mullally shout out, which yeah. was, I will say, amazing. Megan Mullally was so great. Yeah, um, yeah. Which she should be back on Broadway. She has such a great voice. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then, uh, of course, the Rent um, original cast and the, the cast that was currently on Broadway sang um, Season- La Vivo M and Seasons of Love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All the original cast members were there except Kristen Lee Kelly and Jesse L. Martin. It's very interesting. Yeah very so what was your favorite performance oh and of course Lion King which we talked about what was your favorite performance of the show lots of performances to choose from
1: I really really liked Deep Love by Young Frankenstein so
0: good so good Um,
1: it was very entertaining um I did although don't like I don't know anything about Cry Baby and I really didn't understand what was happening. I did enjoy the dancing aspects mm-hmm. of of that performance and like I was like, "Oh, lots of dancing, that's cool." Uh and, and I really <laughs> obviously loved the In the Heights, although yeah. although I will say knowing have seeing other videos of the In the Heights performance when it's on Broadway
0: Yes, because you did they, not see this on Broadway, correct? No. no.
1: This is not necessarily the best version of themselves.
0: Yes, but I will say, I think the way they transition, because they go yeah. from different songs, I think they did it actually very well for a medley. Absolutely, because they, they, well.
1: they do too, right? They do,
0: they do um, In the Heights. In the Heights and 96,000. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Which are their um, two biggest
1: songs, in my yes. opinion.
0: Yes. Um, I think the In the Heights performance is just like, they're basically saying, like, we're the best out of <laughs> their performance, was just kind of leaps and bounds above so much. Like, the yes. choreography is so, like, I think even of that time, like, it's so, the choreography so much better, which it ended up winning, Indy Blake and Mueller winning choreography, but it's just so much better than everyone else. And then also, like, the music is so dense and the lyrics are so, it's like, like, they, I don't think Broadway really knew what was coming. They were not
1: prepared. No. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly so right.
0: So there's that. And I have seen the, once I found out about In the Heights, I have seen this Tony, this Performance like a bajillion times, so I've already yeah. seen it, but it's wonderful. But I have thoughts about almost all the performances. I just want to say,
1: okay, tell me your thoughts. Today. Let's start
0: with Greece. Okay, here we go. This is of course the revival that comes off of the <laughs> "You're the One That I Want" series on NBC, which oh, someday we yeah. will cover on the show. And this is Speaking of course of Laura Osnes. Yes, featuring Max Crum and Laura Osnes, who won the "You're the One That I Want" series. My first impression was Max Crum is amazing like he's so good Laura Osnes not that great No, like I not was good. like dang why did first of all why did she win this second of all like she really wasn't that good and she only I've seen her live like she is incredible so she only gets better and I also go like why does the world then go let's keep Laura Osnes on Broadway but not oh, God, Max Crum he's so talented he was yeah. so good I know. loved him oh my gosh really he was such a standout and then also i love that like this show was created for like these two you know like american idol like they were chasing the fame of american idol like let's find newcomers to come to broadway and do this show and then they're surrounded by these like broadway legends like i can't not i mean they're legends now but like i feel like if i was cast in that revival i'd be like what am i do like i feel like i should be sandy or (laughs) yeah like
1: Like, i paid
0: my dues this is just like Smash. (laughs) This (laughs) is just like Smash. So because Lindsay Mendez is in there. Um Ah, in the in the past. Um there's some other people, but that was the one that jumped out of me. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, lots of thoughts on greece Um, I will say I think really some of my favorite to watch, Patty Lapone, I think Gypsy was like made for her. Like I yeah. think if there was any role that was like made for a human, it's Gypsy for Patty Lapone.
1: It it's and, so funny to see. There's a little moment, and I, I think it might have been in the documentary, but it there might also just be photos of this post Tonys. But Patty is like kissing Lin Manuel Miranda on the cheek. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, and I was like, wow, what an interesting photo. Amazing. What Amazing. a t- funny time.
0: Yeah. What a time to be alive. Yeah. So that was, that was that was just Patty doing her thing.
1: Literally Patty being Patty.
0: I know. The South Pacific, listen, I got to say, when they say, I honestly wish they had just done There's Nothing Like a Dame because when all those sailors came out, I was kind of like, Dang, hello, these sailors are. And then I was thinking, man, there's nothing like 40 gay men trying to act like military sailors. Yeah, there's like... nothing like it. <laughs> there's On nothing the town, to... there's nothing like yeah, it. yeah. So um loved that. That I actually liked that part. Every other part of the the South Pacific performance, I was like, eh, I'm good.
1: Eh.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the there's nothing like a dame. I was like, wow, this is good. Um, Move On from Something in the Park with George was so beautiful. And I was wow. like this show never gets, like, everyone hiles it as, like, one of Sondheim's best musicals. And I feel like every time it's nominated, it, like, doesn't win anything. Doesn't win and anything. I'm very sad. I or know. they freaking, Annalie Ashford and Jake Gyllenhaal don't even put themselves in the running. So, whatever. Rude. <laughs> but I do find it interesting that this show, I mean, obviously, Bernadette Peters is, like, a Broadway legend. And so is Annaly Ashford at this point. But... Mm-hmm it really does cast like Sunday in the Park with George cast people that like you don't really expect in these roles and also people that are kind of I mean Jake Hall obviously is like a name but people that are like not known to the Broadway like scene. like I feel like the two actors in this revival I was like who are these people I don't know but they're incredible and I love them so that was yeah. cool
1: well which is how I think I think what in the heights also did was like mm-hmm. all these people who were right. not known at all, or mm-hmm. some of them who were kind of known, and then they're all thrown in there.
0: Yeah, but I also, I mean, just it's interesting that Sunday kind of. I mean, Bernadette was already kind of a name. I don't know if Mandy Patinkin was when the original um, production was mounted, but I would
1: assume yes.
0: Yeah and then the little mermaid all i just have to say is that i think sierra Burgess was nervous and she didn't yeah. really sound her best she did because not she, there are mo- there are other videos of her singing and she sounds so much better the Yeah,
1: the cast album
0: yeah and she she that is my favorite version of the song is her singing it yeah i will say she is so good in that role she looks I wish just like they ariel had,
1: i wish they yeah. had done a different song i'm not gonna lie though
0: yeah, like Under the Sea. Yeah, yeah. Titus, Something come on. Else. Yeah. Titus. So, lots of thoughts on the performance. There was so much happening. I was just like, wow. It was so- oh, also, the Xanadu performance, um, what's his name? Um, um, shoot, I'm going to forget uh, his name. Um, oh, Cheyenne Jackson. Cheyenne yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he yeah. was so freaking good. I was like, oh my gosh. this. It's Carrie Butler weird- doing... Carrie Butler doing her Carrie Butler thing, but I was Literally. like, "Dang, this is such." I thought I was gonna be like, "This is gonna be so stupid. I hate this." But like, it was so fun, and I really his voice was like, "I was like, dang."
1: It's definitely fun. I I'm like, yeah. it's a little weird, but it's definitely fun. I
0: don't know. I love I love roller skates. I love roller derbies. Come on,
1: come on now.
0: Let's do a whole podcast recording in a roller derby.
1: In a roller derby. Yeah. Okay. One yeah. day. The sights and sounds of a roller sure. derby.
0: Yeah. Um, are there any specific like awards, like people receiving awards you want to talk about? I think I Laura have the ben- Wikipedia pulled up. I don't know.
1: Laura you know. Benanti. Um I'm glad winning, we're getting to this. Winning from Gypsy was I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my favorite thing about yeah, it. Well, you I'm, tell I'm me. You well, she had been previously nominated for Sondheim show for yes. Into the Woods, and she did yes. not win playing Cinderella. Yes. Um, I love Laura Benanti. I just want to say that offhand. I think she's yes. very talented and very funny. I think people don't really know how funny. I think now people know how funny she is because she's done that whole Melania stuff on Colbert. Um,
1: oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Also, she, but She's also in that show um, that Sutton Foster was in on –
0: um oh oh um the the one where she's like old where but Hillary she Duff be old is there too. Yeah. Yeah wait um um what's it called? Younger.
1: Younger. She's yeah. also well, I was she saying was
0: old funny. and I just needed to think of <laughs> older. Younger. Yeah. Older. Anyway. Um She's
1: also very talented. Laura Benanti, very, yes. very talented singer. By the character.
0: way, she was also previously nominated for <laughs> Swing never heard of it a musical in 2000 in really 2000 it. and then nine. Oh no she was not nominated for nine She was not nominated for nine um and then she went on to be nominated for she loves me in 2016 and woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown in 2011 so exciting for her yes yeah. Laura benanti won best performance by a featured actress in a musical up against um loretta abel saray in south pacific Olga Merides playing Abuela Claudia and in, in the Heights, Andrea Martin Young Frankenstein as Frau Wucher yeah, in Young Frankenstein, um, and Deidre Azai Aziza in Passing Strange playing right. Edwina, Mariana and Suda Bay, and then of course Laurie Benanti Gypsy as Louise, again like the only white person. <laughs> I just wanna um no very happy no. for her. She's very talented. Um I think it's interesting that the three, so of course Patty Lapone goes on to win best leading actress in a musical, and then um
1: Lloyd Gaines.
0: Lord Gaines goes on to win best leading actor in a musical, and so the three Over gypsy,
1: Robin De Jesus, Danny yeah. Bernstein, Christopher Fitzgerald. And, I mean, Danny Breaker, but, like, Daniel Breaker, but who played Donkey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And
0: yes, I know. So Amazing.
1: I'm just saying, like, I that I don't understand. I yeah. just, yeah. That I this category yeah. specifically yeah. on the best performance by a fe- featured actor in a musical, I'm like, no.
0: Certainly yeah. no. Well, I just think, again, that they gave the three actors from Gypsy the award, but they didn't give it the best revival of a musical. Like, that's just so crazy anyway but back to Laura Benanti loved her her speech was hilarious the one part I loved of course we're going back to 2008 she was married at this time this to Will so Chase this or I'm what? sorry not Will Chase oh my gosh my brain she was married this at this time to Stephen Pascal yeah. they'd only been married a year and she said oh my like she said something to the effect of like i'm so happy to be married to you like you can't imagine my life without you and then the video cuts to stephen pascal and okay this is the vibe i got is that like he was like he was like really happy for her and then she, the face was giving like i'm sorry i'm effing other women on the side like <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna get divorced in four years and i'm gonna marry oh. Philip soon and be very happy um, <laughs> my god <laughs> that's what i got from that and i felt bad for her because like this is obviously like one of the best nights in her life yeah and he didn't he was like just seemed okay about it I don't well know.
1: what i find even more awkward about it in my opinion is that literally like l- she got divorced from her first husband in 2007 and then married right. steven uh-huh and like, her husband,
0: her- yeah
1: yeah And I just, I'm like, that's just very, I don't, when she, when she she says, I can't imagine my life without you. I'm like, but you could, because you, you were married. I mean, we talk about, we
0: need, we talk about Ethan Slater right now. I mean, this is, this is that problem. Okay. Uh, But
1: I have some questions as in a complete aside. Is Ethan Slater the problem?
0: Or is Ariana the problem is what you're saying?
1: Or are people just like, I mean, like, i'm still standing we're not slut
0: shaming here that's all i want to say i'm still
1: standing by the fact that like potentially there are some pr issues here right like well you
0: know her his ex-wife came out and like said like i'm very disappointed or whatever
1: yeah but then i heard page six basically said that like he they've been actually in good communication and that she's just saying that to the paparazzi. Now I don't know anything right. because I don't know what it's like to be famous, and I don't know what it's like to date Ariana Grande. <laughs> Contrary
0: Griffin. to popular belief, or, we have not yeah, dated. Ariana I'm not Griffin. a Kardashian, yeah.
1: but right. um, but I do think I'm just like I just feel like there's more to this story, and also like I we mean, do the always right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just yeah. very interesting. And
0: okay. there was more but, yeah, to weird. Laura Benanti's story and Stephen Pascal because they got a divorce. So yeah, I mean. I think Whoa. I would have given this to Olga Meredith. Also, I think it would have increased her chances oh, of winning sure. the Oscar later on, Yeah, because she wasn't even nominated Which is for crazy. the Oscar. That's it is crazy. crazy. I know. Um, and again, going to Best Performance by a Featured Actor, I think any one of them could have won over Boyd Gaines. He was fine in the performance, but I think, it, again, it would have been, first of all, a Chris Jackson nomination would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, I
1: agree.
0: Yeah would have been amazing and i think he should have won if chris jackson was nominated but i think um robin de jesus i think that would have been a fun literally
1: little... even chris fitzgerald or danny Bursey, like literally right. anyone else
0: literally anyone else uh, yeah all the other people in that cat. i was literally thinking the same thing i was like all these <laughs> i would be people happy would with better everyone better. else <laughs> Also, didn't you love that little, like, aside thing they did, like, the commercial thing? By the way, I've been skipping the commercials now, because I'm like, this is so... Not that they have commercials, but they always do that, like, pre-thing. Oh, yeah. And and I'm like, this is so long. Anyway, they did that thing where, like, they had the actors read about, like, how they're trying to get, like, young people back to the, like, in theater or whatever. Do you remember this?
1: No, I don't know. Oh,
0: okay. And Danny Breaker... Uh, daniel breaker was reading it you know donkey himself and he looked so himself. monotone like i don't want to do this right now like <laughs> he was like where come to broadway where you could one day be nominated for a tony and then it ended and i was like wow you did not want to do that did oh, you? wow
1: he was not paid for that no paid
0: yeah but so, so funny um, what
1: else what else stood out to you about the like about the Tony Awards.
0: Yeah. Well, I talked about how I wanted to mention the best direction of a play. Oh, yeah. Um, this was given to August Osage County was like the biggest play winner of the night. Um, yes. took home multiple performing awards, and it took home best play and, and best direction Tony of a play. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So um Anna D. Shapiro. Um. Who uh, I did look this up. No relation to Ben Shapiro. Just want to put that out there. Um, but <laughs> I, like I do, I do want a 45 minute video of Anna D Shapiro's uh, thoughts on Barbie, just like Ben Shapiro. Um, <laughs> that I may have watched Recently five minutes of and uh, could not get through it because I was so infuriated. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, um, but Anna D Shapiro won for Augusto Sage County. And I looked this up, Rachel. I don't know if you know this, but Hmm. she was the second woman to win this award. Do you know when the first woman won this award?
1: Was it Lion King?
0: No, because that would have been a musical.
1: Oh, sorry. But a play. When the first woman won Best Direction of a play.
0: Yeah. Just take a gamble. So this is 2008. Um, when do you think the first one was?
1: 1996.
0: No. And 2002 was the first. So at the freaking like what? 58 Tony Award or whatever, whenever that was. I okay. yeah. have
1: died. 50,
0: just... Yeah. So that's when the first woman and there have only been four winners that are women of Best Direction of a Play, which I think wow. is insane. Is and
1: insane. there have
0: only been five winners of Best Direction of a Musical um that are women
1: can you name all Uh, of them
0: well I did look this up and I do want to say um there's actually been more women for direction of a play however Marianne Elliott have has won like four out of the you know whatever so Marianne Elliott has won many many direction of a play and I think she's I'm very happy that she has won all of her awards Mm -hmm. um but as you were saying, Julie Taymor was the very first woman to win Best Direction of a Musical for *The Lion King*, which I don't know if we mentioned in that Tony Awards, but she I was the very. Maybe I think we did. I we did. Yeah, but Julie Taymor. Um, I know that the Rachel Shevakin for *Hades Town* won, Diane Paulus won for *Pippin*. I only know this because I looked this up today. Um. The uh, there was something else. Shoot,
1: I really put you on the spot.
0: I know. Um. Oh yeah, Marion Elliott, one for company, and there's one more. Oh, yeah. Susan Strowman, Susan Strowman for the producers. Ah, that was the other one. Susan Stroman. Yes, Susan Strowman. So that's wild to me I thought that was crazy that but I also crazy. just really loved her speech and I loved how she talked about like she was excited to come to Broadway and and her nieces and nephew were like who don't know anything they just like wanted tickets it was her niece and nephew right or wanted tickets to Little Mermaid and she she was like and I got them and <laughs> which I loved
1: so funny and
0: um she was just, like, very down-to-earth and, like, funny and real, and I really liked that. Yeah. And, again, just really I, – I just think it's wild that we haven't seen many women or people of color or anyone besides white – individual white men winning these directing awards, and I hope that it will change.
1: Yeah. I agree, obviously. Yeah. And I can't believe it took this long for <laughs> – Yeah. Women directors of a play. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Um, Yeah. Uh, Another aspect of this awards, of course, is South Pacific winning the most awards, which was um, seven out of their 11 um, Tony nominations. And um, this is wild because I think it's interesting even post this year's Tony Awards in the aspect of um, Camelot was nominated for... Mm -hmm tony awards this year and that was also directed at lincoln center it was also Mm -hmm. directed by bartlett Mm chair and it did not do well and i think um and it closed early and i think this year 2000 spam a lot's coming yes and now spam a lot's coming and this year oh yeah that is funny that is Mm -hmm. funny i wonder if they're in the same theater well not lincoln center but that would be funny yeah but I think it's interesting that, like, this is the first year that Bartlett Sher directs a musical in Lincoln Center, and it wins all these awards. And then, you know, flash forward, you know, 15 years later, and we have, you know, maybe the – I think those – these big, sprawling revivals will still happen at Lincoln Center. But I wonder if, like, we're seeing a decline in, like, the – um the need or want for that kind of revival.
1: Well, I think that I don't, I think Taylor, I've been sending you lots of TikToks about some of this, but like, I think Broadway trends or theater trends are very interesting. And one of the things that continues to come up for current day and age is that we're just so, we're so exhausted. We just want to be entertained and we have ADHD. So we have ADHD and we want to be entertained. And there's a very, very, and we want things to be more accessible, most of us. And so we want to go to a show. We want to be entertained out of our minds. We want to laugh. We want to feel good feelings. We don't want to have to think that much. And we want to go home. And we want to be in bed by 1030. Yeah. And I, um, the, other, the alternative of that is that we, if we are willing to put in the effort, we want to see some kind of musical or play that talks about in some way the realities of the world and how they never change. But in a way, that's not the exact same thing that I'm going through. This is why Barbie and Oppenheimer exist. I want to say that very clearly, because one of them is this side of the spectrum where it's like, I want to be entertained. I kind of want to I want to laugh a lot. I want to go home with a message, but also I want to be out of the theater in one hour and 54 minutes. The other side is like, okay, I'm willing to invest three hours into the show, but it's a show that's going to make me think, but it's not directly related necessarily Mm -hmm. to the current existentialism that I'm experiencing, but it is a showcase of existentialism and the human condition. And so I feel great about it because it's beautifully done and I enjoy it. Right. That's what we, that's what theater is. Like the way that entertainment industry is moving is the same way that the entertainment performing industry moves. Although I might say the performing industry moves slower, maybe. Right. Um, a bit slower but
0: interesting yeah
1: I I think that in this moment of 2008 it's pre all of the crisis it's post enough time post the 2001 you know 911 situation and the results of that that happen in New York City so yeah. we're at this point where like we we want to be entertained, but we also are not yet at a place where all we want is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why we there is a movement back to like clap, quote, unquote, classic things that make the older, uh, older, not older, like the mid age audience at this point feel good, like Greece yeah. and South Pacific. Mm. And why I think there wasn't enough space or enough room for In the Heights or young Frankenstein, even, or like yeah. something, something else to to make more space. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, there was space for in the Heights. It did last no, three no. years on Broadway.
1: I just right. mean uh, on the award, like specifically yeah. in this award section. Yeah.
0: For sure, for sure, and of course, like Lincoln Center and Bartlett share go on to do after this, The King and I, My Fair Lady, and then Camelot this year. Yeah. So that's three, and it says of the mid-century. Musicals um, On Broadway So that's interesting And some to huge success Some to not huge success And I, I don't know I just find it interesting That like As far as Tonys go Like this is such a peak And they're like starting out with such a high Of like these are our Older revival musicals On a big stage with lots of You know how they were originally done And we're winning a ton of awards for it, and now we have Camelot, which is a little bit different. They did like revise the script, and they did like the set was very minimal, and there was a lot different to it. But I think that wasn't as received as well as something like this South Pacific. And I think this just times have changed. Yeah, you know, like what I mean, like we were saying, and I yeah. I don't know. I just find that interesting though to look back on it and think like like if this if south pacific had come out now i don't think it would have done as well
1: no no unless it's something which not that the company revival i mean not company not that the 1776 revival got any nominations
0: right right it did
1: really well in the sense of business it did really well it went on a national tour immediately after closing its short-term run on broadway and it and I don't changed. think Camelot's
0: going on tour. So. No, and
1: it changed, and it it changed the way that the yeah. the tone was read. It was the same thing, but it changed the understanding of what was happening because there were directional choices that were made. Yeah. And I think that that's the biggest thing. If you're gonna do a revival and you want it to be relatable, quote unquote, to the current time, or to reread something with the understanding that history itself and the way things were written when they originally were written was not necessarily holistic or true to the time period. You have to make directional choices. You don't have to make book choices, which is what this, what the current revival or previous revival of Camelot did. It made book choices. It made Aaron, you know, Sorkin book choices. And I don't always think that that is translatable to people who are not highly educated. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like I think sometimes you have to show people and not tell people.
0: Whoa. And Aaron Sorkin's a very tell person.
1: He is. Yeah. yeah. And well, that's why. Yeah. But that's why *To Kill a Mockingbird* worked so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that was more. That also was like an original thing, and *Camelot* has I know. been done before. I know. So yeah, people were lot. expecting one thing. Yeah. A lot there. The other shout-out I just want to say, Mark Rylance winning for Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Play. The weirdest acceptance speech I have ever heard. So strange. Um, of course, no. Patty LuPone winning her Best Leading Actress in a Musical, her second Tony out of three, and her basically forcing them not to stop her, which is so funny. It's um, so funny. Yeah, I'm like, this funny. is
1: the epitome of Patti LaPone Right here
0: Absolutely, absolutely And also her, two out of her three Tonys winning for a Sondheim show Which is interesting
1: Amazing
0: Yeah, amazing it's Crazy Um, I absolutely loved the Sondheim won a Lifetime Achievement Award yes. I wish he was there But I absolutely loved Mandy Patinkin reading his acceptance And oh, it was just amazing Mandy. That speech was so incredible I'm like, this is why we love Sondheim I like, know it was so amazing. Even just he's just such a presence, even when he's not there. It's just amazing. It was so great. I agree. Um, and then lastly, I want to talk about this award um unless you have anything else. No, great go ahead. The best original score, of course, um music and lyrics, written for the theater. <laughs> of course, the nominees passing Strange. Stu, have you listened to Passing Strange, by the way? Have you ever like, no? Okay, I remember seeing it in my because there's also a pro shot of it, which we could definitely do an episode on. We should um, yeah. and i don't I don't think I ever really even knew who Stu was, but I knew it was a musical. And I remember seeing it at the I remember seeing the cast recording and the pro shot at the library growing up. And I remember getting it but not really listening to it. Or or watching it, but it doesn't. It doesn't intrigue me. And also, I do love Daniel Breaker, of course. So, um, who also went on to play Aaron Burr in Hamilton.
1: It's also interesting because, like, Passing Strange is a rock-based musical. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman and Glenn Slater, The Little Mermaid, which I also think is funny because, as we know now later. Lin-Manuel Miranda and Alan Menken went on to write the current Little Mermaid um, yeah. songs, which I think is just hilarious. Um, Crybaby, David Jabberbaum, and Adam Schlesinger, and then Schlesinger. and they did they did Crybaby. Oh man, because they didn't. They did no. <laughs> and then of course winning Lin-Manuel Miranda in the Heights. I think this is such like inspired an inspired win and i love he was not married yet at the time he's sitting next Mm -hmm. to his now wife vanessa and they do a little fist bump we'll put the um if you have not watched his acceptance (laughs) speech uh, i know we will put it in our show notes um but his his acceptance speech i'm wondering if he wrote a little bit of it but it seems so freestyled like, well
1: but this is funny oh sorry keep going you keep going. okay
0: i just really loved it even if it was freestyle i get i mean it's it, it looks like it was freestyle like he was just thinking of it all on the top but i'm sure he thought of a an acceptance speech
1: i think that he freestyled i am sure that he thought beforehand who he was gonna thank obviously yeah but i i'm pretty sure he freestyled because when he wins for hamilton he says i'm too old to freestyle and yes. says i wrote things yeah. down
0: yeah that's so true. that's why that's i true. think
1: that he really did yeah. freestyle this
0: Ugh, what a genius i just gotta I know. say
1: uh,
0: it was it was just so amazing to see him win. i just and then, love of course,
1: when he says vanessa who still leaves me breathless Yeah, i know
0: when i was young and making breakfast oh so
1: know. good
0: and I when love that I, references. Thanks Sondheim. for loving me when I was broke and yeah. making breakfast. Yes, I know, so good. He uh, references, Sondheim. time. It's just like everything. It's almost like he wasn't sure if he was ever gonna be up there again, so he just had to like put in everything that he needed to say. It literally, yeah.
1: I, no, I want to. Can I? Can I just like read the a few of the yeah, verses that yeah, I think yeah, are funny?
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: I like when he says, "I don't know about God, but I believe in Chris Jackson." So yeah. Um. I also like when he says, Mr. Sondheim, look, I made a hat. Where there never was a hat, it's a Latin hat at that. So
0: good. And
1: I find that so good. And only people who, like, understand Sondheim will understand. Yeah. I just I find Dr. that Seuss, so good. And Dr. Seuss, Oh, well, sure.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm over yeah. it. I, I don't know what so... else I was going to say. Whatever. But it's he was good. amazing. Um... We're having technical issues towards the end of the recording, everyone. So that's fun. And
1: Rachel's um, at the point where she's done. She's over it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she needs food in her belly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was just so happy for him. And you can tell it's, like, such a genuine, like, these are people that, like, one day they were just people. And then, after, like, after they're now stars. Like, you can just tell. Like, yeah, this is just, like, such a big moment for – and that documentary, which we referenced, like, you can just tell, like, this is a big moment for, like, everyone in that cast. So many Broadway debuts. So it's just very exciting, and it's great to see, like we said, we often reference, like, do the Tony Awards get it right? I think they did get it right that In the Heights won. I think it's such a great um, thing that they gave it to this show. I think um, – like, imagine, like, Xanadu winning <laughs> – over in the heights oh my god like (laughs) like just or even something like like passing strange like that was a monumentous show in in its own right but i think the fact that in the heights won is and i think it is the strongest show out of all of them
1: Mm -hmm. is and it creates space for like thinking about one one thing we have talked about in the past related to tonys is that do do the Tony, do the best original or new musicals represent the best of the best? Or do they represent the best of what is the future of the business?
0: Right. But it can be both.
1: And it can Of course it can be. Yeah. Of course it can be.
0: Well, very exciting. I'm glad we finished this. This is, how... again, like I said, one of the more enjoyable Tony Awards that, you know, they're all fun to watch. But this one was just like, the two hours really flew by, in my opinion, so. And
1: I love Whoopi. Whoopi. Yeah, we
0: love Whoopi. Whoopi. I know.
1: I know. Uh, thank you, Rachel. Dog. Thanks, Tay. Thanks, yeah. everyone, for dealing with us and our we technical got it done.
0: difficulties. We got it done. next, Dix the Musical.
1: Next up, my deep dive. Dix the Musical.
0: <laughs> my deep dive on Dix. <laughs> All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week.
1: Let's do it. This is the segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like this week, which means we think about how we're feeling and how we're thinking. What? How we're thinking and feeling about things. And then we scour the theater universe. How are we universe. thinking and feeling? I don't. At this moment, I have no idea.
0: Yeah. And we're thinking we scour a lot the about Russell Crow right now.
1: I, uh, yeah. and um yeah and then we pick a theater character that we feel like has the best thoughts
0: feelings and vibes that's right um we would also love to hear your thoughts on listen the notebook musical coming to broadway next year of course always your thoughts we're going to keep talking about this ethan slater the news um <laughs> And, um of course, your thoughts on this two thousand and eight Tony Awards, and we would also love to hear your characters this week, who you are this week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week, and you may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, tell me who is your character this week?
1: This week, I have done a lot related to work. And I've Mm. done a lot related to like my own personal life and like seeing friends. And I just feel like I've been running a mile a minute and I'm now having the come down of like moving a thousand miles a minute, which means I'm having major ADHD, which means I'm having a little bit of like anxiety. And Mm. uh, someone who reminds me of that is starting their show thinking about how they don't want to get buried. And so today, I am speaking a mile a minute, like the one, the only,
0: Bobby or Robert, from Company. Oh my gosh, I love Yay! this. Okay, so that's amazing. Song Thank time. you, Taylor. Sondheim, Always.
1: Also. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we love that. Who are um,
0: you, Taylor? Well, listen, the character that I had just chosen, um, I've already been, so I need to think no! of different one. I just looked at it because I was like, I think I've been this character before. Okay. Okay. Listen, this week. That? Listen, I'm going to take a page from our best musical of the 2008 Ooh. Tony Awards. And I'm feeling this. This is summer. We're, you know, we're nearing the end of summer. In the Heights is a very summer show.
1: Absolutely. Also,
0: listen, In the Heights is about a week in the life of these characters. This yeah. week for me, I've had such. It's actually been a pretty good week. The start of it, I feel like you know I was sick a little bit, and now I'm on the ups of that. So, but it's also been a great work, uh, work week, work week, work vibes. Work so week good for that. Um, but I'm feeling just fun and summery, and I feel like, of course, Sunny Robin DeJesus's character yeah. is are those vibes. So I'm feeling yeah. fun. And dancy and sunny, that's who I'm feeling this week.
1: Yes, uh, I that's love right. that. Tay, oh, mm-hmm. in the heights. Now yes. I have to go watch. And him he early. has
0: listen, his week is all over the place and in the heights. He's like high, he's low, <laughs> he's all over the place. Um, he is all over He, the he thinks his cousin's gonna fly to Puerto Rico. Listen, there's all those things. So he's got a lot going on. No, a lot going on. So that's yeah. my character this week. Aww. Um, so good. Uh, if you would like to join in on our discussion of the 2008 Tony Awards, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and X question mark. No, just kidding. Or threads <laughs> at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast.
1: Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.